What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I'm Gabriella Lopes. And today is April 3rd. This is episode number 27. 27. Lucky 27, man. Oh, we should have made the joke the last time. We know it's funnier than 24. 25. 25. I mean, two episodes ago, we yeah. should have done that, but it's too late. Math is hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's just start this one off with an absolute banger. Whoa. I'm like, I'm like trying to talk like the kids talk right now. Hashtag, hashtag lit. Hashtag Riz. Riz. Uh, Riz alert. <laughs> um, one thing that I found very interesting, and the fun thing about doing these um, daily ones is that they're quick to do like like not quick to do like we'll sit down for an hour half an hour over an hour sometimes but it's quick from like finishing it and then posting it you know like there's like a small little window mm. as opposed to like for example doing a whole full-fledged youtube video podcast like that takes a lot of editing time and you know adding images and all that stuff but my point is it's fun to do these because there is no end when it comes to the supply of crazy shit happening in this world. Mm-hmm. And one of the first topics or the first headlines that I wanted to quickly talk about and just address and kind of emphasize celebrities are accessorizing with a no wait. Uh, I don't like when they do this. These fucking articles are incredibly bad. Celebrities are accessorizing with a $1,300 Bible clutch slash purse item thing. I did. I did see that, too. Really? Yeah. And and one of the celebrities is someone that we've talked about on the podcast. And to the stage, Doja Cat. Doja Cat. So what does it say about this Bible clutch? And Julia Fox, by the way. Who is Kanye West's um, ex, ex, ex thing, you know? Ex, yeah, ex whatever that was, ex uh, something. Yeah, so the boxy religious accessory is the work of Ayla, Ayla Gallardo, an emerging Filipina designer based out of Los Angeles. Listed at $1,355, it's currently the only item currently, uh, they use currently twice, only item currently featured on her website. Each bag is repurposed from vintage Bibles and includes silk lining, a heavy-duty zipper with double poles, and an interior pocket. It measures uh, whatever, whatever. And, quote, I drew inspiration for the bag from my childhood and the strong and religious women that raised me, Gallardo told High Snobiety. Jesus, guys, I'm sorry. It's, S- it's snob- Monday. Snobiety, I think. Snobiety, yeah. Like snobby. I'm sorry, guys. It's Monday and I'm still waking up. Uh, my intention is to design like an artist where my pieces serve an art that is open for interpretation and even criticism. I want to create designs that people have an opinion on and have a natural reaction to. This to me translates to I want attention and I want to go viral (laughs) and I'm going to create this thing that I know is going to be controversial. It's going to get all the religious nuts crazy and inflamed and uh, butthurt. And so I'm just going to make it happen. And then I'm going to get the two people who already have this like uh, satanic persona when it comes to the public perception, which is Doja Cat and Julia Fox. Especially Doja Cat. Like that has to be so intentional. I don't know what Julia Fox is up to. So yeah, she's into the occult for sure. I think, I think she's even like, like confessed it openly. Oh, I think I've seen pictures that were very suspicious, but I do find it interesting how, um, even on Doja Cat's like Instagram, her a lot of her recent pictures like even ones where she's blatantly dressed like satanically you know like Mm -hmm. in devil attire and stuff yeah um she happens to be wearing a cross around her neck amen um yeah i just find that like it's not a coincidence it's definitely placed there purposefully Mm -hmm. and the intentions to me just feel off and bad yeah, it's not good intentions or good vibes. No, no good vibes. How about you? Like, what else you got? Let's just do back and forth. Um, I do have one. This is interesting. Speaking of cats, but instead, this one is about cows. 
<laughs> oh, so Doja Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She started with the whole cow thing. Oh, that's, that's why I was like, huh, I knew I had a connection here and I was trying to figure it out. It's all <laughs> but, connected, man. Um, Couple blames aliens after cows were mutilated with no trace of blood. What? Recently? Yeah, so a couple, well, hold on. A couple in remote central Queensland, Australia, have reported around 20 cows found dead in a bizarre and precise way since one of their cattle was attacked back in 2018. The animal's udders, ears, and tongue were removed with incredible precision, Mm. but no blood was on the ground. What? They blame aliens for the cattle mutilations as they have witnessed strange lights on their property at night. Damn, dude. That <laughs> You know what though? Like people say, "Oh, like they're not aliens, they're fallen angels." And I think I've already said this before like, countless times, but who cares? Um you believe what you want to believe. Um I think that well, if we <laughs> acts from a uh, place assuming that space is real because a lot of people don't even believe in space but i want to believe that space is real i don't have evidence or proof i haven't seen it myself so like that's part of how i kind of filter my reality is that i have to kind of like see it for myself and feel it for myself for me to distinguish and make those assessments but i want to believe that space is real and if it's real we are not alone hmm. definitely not alone there's no way there's no chance in hell yeah literally like there's no way that we are alone on the like in this universe if the universe is in fact what they say it's like it's this vast vast um void dark void that's ever expanding but it's not just void of any life like there are just life like intermittently sprinkled throughout yeah then yeah there there are definitely some some beings that are among us right now or that come every now and then or that maybe live in the oceans who knows and that's not to say that the aliens are from Mars, you know? Yeah. Um, we live in one universe among many universes. Right. So to, to, or one galaxy, rather, I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Like our little galaxy. Maybe even universe. But, no, no, no. But, it is a universe. Yeah. But, but then, to my point, it's like, it, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily on venus or saturn or something they could just be they could be somewhere far further further away like in uranus yeah <laughs> is that further than saturn Ba-dum-ts. yeah uranus um but the couple's name is judy and mick cook jody foster um they definitely cook a lot of cows yeah. um but this is what mick told abc news it was like it had been surgically removed. I certainly couldn't do as neat a job with a very sharp knife, and it definitely wasn't an animal. I thought at first it might have been poisoned, but then I got closer. I saw the body parts missing. There was no blood, even where the parts had been removed. No sign of struggle, just just dead. Damn, dead on arrival. There was There was just no reason or rhyme for it to be done the way it was done. People don't use those parts. It's just not something you would wish on your worst enemy. And then in the time since that grizzly discovery, they say around 20 cows have been found dead in the same way. What? Yeah. So how is it happening? It must have something that it must have something that lifts it up and puts it down and doesn't leave any marks. Aliens are the only explanation I have got. Yeah, because look, um, if there was clear signs of blood, like puddles of blood and stuff, then I would maybe chalk it up to like, oh, like maybe this is some mad person that is like a serial killer of animals, like an animal serial killer or someone that just wants to, you know, like sell those organs on the black market. Like who who knows, you know? Yeah. But the fact that there's no blood. Yeah. That makes me also automatically think about aliens. It's like... Who else has that technology? Yeah, and and they took look. So this is what um, Judy said, or or one of them said, uh, it's something quite bizarre and ill. I would say the person that has done the, that has done that is not mentally stable. We're talking eyes, we're talking ears, we're talking udders. So mm-hmm. you know, like what 
brings the milk. Yeah. No, I've never heard anything. I've never heard of anything like that ever. That's something or someone very ill who's done that. So they're 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 trying to like sweep it under the rug by like now saying it's someone who's very mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. But but I think that the reality is that they they truly believe it was aliens, and yeah. I feel like what what if, could be the explanation other than that? What if there's this conspiracy now that after they've vocalized their opinions and their thoughts on what might have happened you know those um men in black that people usually have stories about you yeah. know like those like weird alien looking men that al- always look the same way that that they apparently approach you after you've seen certain things that you shouldn't have seen and it's what inspired the men in black series featuring will smith even um so what if they got approached and threatened maybe and to like, hey, maybe for your own good, you would want to change your story up a little bit. Um, you know, their aliens aren't real, and then they conduct and like use this weird brainwashing process where they just basically go with it, and then they just say, oh yeah, that's right, because aliens don't exist, right? Yes, aliens don't exist. This was a crazy person, right? Yes, crazy person did this, and then it's just like this weird hypnosis mm. thing that the government look. The government has been practicing brainwashing techniques, MK Ultra, the um, Montauk Project, which inspired uh, Stranger Things. It's been an ongoing thing; like it happens. And to think that all oh, like they discontinued that program, they discarded it completely because you know, like the public started getting a wind of it. That's all bullshit, dude. Like if you believe that, then you are. <laughs> severely lost my friend no they just hit it better yeah the government does not play by our rules like everything that we interpret as being real for us and like the way that we process society you know and that we assimilate society rather you know the set of rules that apply to everyone or so we think it's all a facade like it's all a gabagool you know <laughs> gabagool it's all a gabagool um i was gonna say that when when i was like 16 ish when i was going down a rabbit hole of conspiracy theories the men in black one and i'm not talking about the movie like the actual right. you know s- stuff about it i i went on a dive um regarding that and i saw that there were like real people you know stating that that's happened to them where there was like these these like figures showing up at their door and they had faces that looked human but not human at the same time and that they were like these tall slender looking figures like uh maybe twice the size of of a human kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but but anyways and and there was like one story that i recall that the the person just just talked about like how how like eerie and unsettling it felt and that they just like said what they needed to so that they would like go away and and then they they took down like they they noted what had happened like they noted the experience right you know super weird here's another crazy uh headline that i saw recently um that i found just very interesting and i think that it's very fitting considering the interesting times that we live in and the interesting world we live in but it also shows just how out of touch people have become and not just people but brands and governments and politicians and groups and everything like super out of touch right The article reads, Bud Light partners with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney for March Madness. Bud Light has announced that trans TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney will be its latest spokesperson. Mulvaney was sent packs of Bud Light featuring their face, their face, it's not saying he or her, their face, as a way to celebrate their recent milestone of 365 days of girlhood. However, the move was met with backlash on social media. Conservative commentators questioned the decision, with some labeling it a terrible marketing thing given the demographics of Bud Light drinkers. Mm. I think that this is um, single-handedly the worst 
business and marketing decision that I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, it just feels, it kind of goes back to what we've talked about, like how well we reference like film and like production companies, you know, kind of doing this, this like lazy representation. Mm-hmm. And now it, it just feels like uh, people are trying to grasp onto something that they can use to bring like their brand publicity or more you know eyes and attention and bud light it's interesting because yeah like it it doesn't seem like that that's their you know their consumers right no fall what's crazy and mind-blowing to me is the fact that the target audience for beers in general are not gen zers like most gen zers don't even like beer right most of them prefer, you know, drinks and cocktails and wines and all that stuff. So it's it, and then if you go further beyond that, you realize that Bud Light, for example, you think of Bud Light. I, I think of like NASCAR. Yeah. I think of like, I'm sorry to say, but I think of like uh, white trash, hillbilly, redneck, you know, like that's like that's what comes to mind as the stereotypical beer drinker some bud light right and some bud light and then you have this whole like like initiative of just plastering a trans person's face onto the can i guarantee you that they're going to backtrack on this super quickly and sales are going to plummet everybody who used to love bud light and and who would drink it religiously you know like their demographic aren't as open-minded as maybe they thought and I don't know why they would think that because beer drinkers are usually not open-minded people. If if we're being like, I'm not trying to put people into a box. Like I drink beer occasionally, like like every now and then, like every now and again, you know. Yeah. But I'm saying like, you have to account for the fact that beer is a drink of choice for mainly conservative people. Right. And those conservative people don't have an open mind. Right. So they might just now boycott the brand altogether and never touch Bud Light again because maybe they're homophobic, they're transphobic, they're racist, they're whatever it is. But they might just now not want to like anything to do with the brand anymore, especially if they're caught drinking it and there's this trans person's face on this thing that they're drinking. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, like. I wouldn't want anybody's face on a can of beer. It's unnecessary. Like, why? No, but like, really, I find like I like the aesthetic of of beers. Clean. You know, the canned beers or like bottled beers, like just with their logo and whatever, and it looking all cool. (laughs) Just because I'm one of those people, guys, I don't drink enough that when I do get a have a drink, very very rarely. But I this, feel cool for having one. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that I'd feel cool if like any celebrity or like it's not even a celebrity. It's a TikTok influencer. Yeah. And so uh, never mind the fact that it's it's a transgender person, but it's like this random TikTok star, um, you know, just plastered on your beer. And then it's like conversation starter. It's like, oh, who's that? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I would love to have been in the conference meeting room when they came up with this idea and they were discussing the optics of this decision. Like, I I would love to hear what the argument was in favor of this move, because in my way of seeing it from a business standpoint, Bud Light is doing everything it can, everything it can now um, to be in the good light of the uh, PC culture so that they can guarantee a spot in the next Super Bowl, so that they can guarantee a spot in the Super Bowl ads and sponsorship and all that stuff. So it's definitely money-driven, these Mm -hmm. decisions, right? So, like, that's one of the reasons why I like using this platform to point these things out. It's not being transphobic. It's just really questioning, like, what's the goal here? It's like you're using this brand, this particular product, that has no reach with the demographic and with the people that maybe you want it to have the reach with that will actually appreciate that type of um, progressive nature, you know, like progressiveness. Like these people will just like it'll have the opposite effect, essentially, which right. it already has been having. Like like people have been posting it. 
tweeting about it. This one tweet says, who the hell at Bud Light thought it was a good idea to make a grown man who dresses like little girls their new spokesperson? Brands have to stop listening to their woke creative teams and get in touch with their consumer demographics. Another person uh, took a picture of the beer can and said, Bud Light, the groomer of beers, because like that's another um, that's another thing that people are now talking about, how this whole transgender culture and this whole thing is is uh, setting out specifically targeting children and that it's grooming children. And that's why the video that I posted on our story recently and I also did a poll, the video showed a a guy who I think he's like more conservative, for sure conservative, but he was wearing a sign that said that children cannot consent to puberty blockers, which mm-hmm. I agree, like children can't consent to that shit. Like they don't know what they want. And he was just silently protesting. And then he got swarmed by transgender people, transgender activists who started just um, just basically telling him to go fuck himself and saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And putting their hands on him. Yeah. And then in multiple cases before the police arrived and even with the police on site, the Vancouver police from Canada, um, even before and even with them there, they still put their hands on him and the police did nothing, didn't want to do anything. And that's another conspiracy for another day about the whole um, Canada situation and how Canada is quickly deteriorating into this um cesspool into this political cesspool that that just um yeah it's just yeah. sad and and ugly and and everything's going to shit um speaking of that it's funny because um jordan peterson like quote tweeted a a video of uh, i guess it was a transgender person like saying you don't have to like us and you don't have to whatever like just this whole like ramble and then and then at the end the person was like but you will respect us like very sternly and then jordan peterson like quote tweeted it and was like no i won't sweetheart or something yeah um so that's why i love jordan peterson man um i i feel like it's it's i mean i find it like i find i do find this sad like the amount of division you Mm -hmm. know that's why I wish like there wouldn't be like these uh such you know like such a push like to push these things out like you know for right. example something something as simple as beer like just leave the beer can alone you yeah. know but 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 anyways my point is like this like the divide that it's causing like them wanting to do like sex ed in school and like gender identity like to third and fourth whatever graders um all these different things that were never or i don't know about never but just like were in a topic of conversation just years ago right and now it's like it's so polarizing and divided and and i really do find it sad because because i don't like I really don't have a problem with anything, you know. If someone else is uh is transgender, if someone else is a different sexuality or whatever, I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that that is uh, like just completely against it and you know hateful and whatever else. Yeah. But I do. And I guess so weird talking about it because it's just so crazy how like anything you say will be super taken out of context. But yeah, but I don't speak with that in mind too much because I don't let it kind of like distort what I feel. And I feel like I get what you're saying. But at the same time, like you just have to speak from your heart and just like because like our intentions aren't bad. Like we aren't hateful people. Right. And I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to do what they feel. And I do think that there are people out there, and I've said this a few times before, there are people who legitimately feel like they were born not in the right body. Like they did not have the right identity. They did not have the right sexual organs. I feel like there are those cases. But I also do feel that there are a lot of mental, mentally unstable people who take advantage of these movements, who take advantage of these groups, who take advantage of this openness to just accept anything nowadays. They take advantage of these things and they use it 
and weaponize it for their own self-interest mm-hmm. instead of curing not curing but instead of treating their own mental health issues they just are so quick to adopt an identity that will kind of ramify this uh this um emptiness that they maybe felt inside but the plot twist is that over time it's always going to stay the same because you're not actually like dealing with those things and so that's why a lot of these people a lot of these groups are often the most angry groups yeah because because they aren't at peace with themselves mm-hmm. they aren't in love with themselves like they portray themselves to be and 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 yet they want everybody to love and worship them right and so it's this like we are letting mentally unstable people steer the boat and guess what it's sinking mm. yeah I mean, I, I like I at the very least, I'm in favor of even though I don't know how possible that is, but of just balance, you know? Yeah. Um, and right now I don't feel like there is because all, like it just feels like a bunch of propaganda, mm-hmm. you know, um, the like all of these things like in movies, like you can't escape. It's like it's like the way that they're marketing these communities of people and stuff and and they're for it and they're you know but but then it's you know it's just it's just strange yeah. it's just strange world but anyways speaking of strange world uh do you have one you could go no no go you go all right so speaking of strange world uh here's another interesting thing that i stumbled across on the interwebs um hold on guys i have a coffee burp <laughs> oops do you guys have like ever have those like weird burps where where you feel the need to burp but then you feel like it's getting suppressed and compressed by your chest and then you feel like tapping your chest is gonna maybe <laughs> fix it or help it come up but it never does it's like a cough when you're coughing and then yeah. you think that someone like smacking your back with like full ferocity is going yeah. to <laughs> full ferocity uh, this headline reads, the internet is very angry with Levi's AI-generated diverse models. Oh, I saw this one. Levi's has partnered with LaLaLand.ai to use AI-generated models with more diverse skin tones and body types. However, their plan to replace human models with AI has pissed off the internet, with people arguing that artificial diversity cannot be a substitute for addressing real-life diversity. It has also raised ethical questions about using avatars, especially in scenarios where diverse groups may not own profits earned by the AI. Mm-hmm. Very interesting conversation to have. Um, I think that there is a lot to say when it comes to this. It's very similar to the whole Black Lives Matter uh, scandal, which if you aren't familiar with it, uh, Candace Owens did a great documentary on that. And again, I'm not like i don't incline one side or the other when it comes to politics but i do appreciate good journalism and just good and just good reporting and she dug deep into the whole black lives matter origins and like who was responsible for it and where the money has gone right because a lot of people were were, were donating and sympathizing and pledging their allegiance with the movement and they donated millions and millions of dollars but nobody knows where that money is and nobody knows to whom that money went to and mm. it definitely didn't go to like back into the communities like it was praising or or, uh, claiming to have been doing right so my point is just like uh just like this article said um it's just interesting right like you're gonna use artificially generated generated like ethical groups or ethical artificially generated representations of certain groups and certain skin tones and then you're going to profit off of that. So if you're like a white man, like Bill Gates, for example, head of Microsoft, and you start doing that, then you're going to, then every profit you make is by taking advantage and basically using these groups for your own personal gain. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes like a, yeah, it's just an interest. Like it, it gets into the ethical conversation super quickly. Um, I just, I thought that that was interesting because, um in in my eyes it's just a matter of time before these like for example um well this is just levi's but even like high fashion models where where they'll kind of like you know um their time will kind of come to an end and stuff and then there's there's no oh 
Hold on a second. Shadows uh, grooming, uh, people were calling just now. Oh, yeah. Um, but but then, um, hold on, I have to get my thoughts back on track. But oh. to your point, we we even saw that Balenciaga did a whole Harry Potter thing. Harry Potter thing? Yeah, the video I showed you. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Harry Potter with, Balenciaga. Right, yeah, yeah, with the AI generated... So, so my point is that like these high fashion models, like once their time passes and, and then even if new models try to like, uh, come into the agencies and stuff, they won't have these big names that the current models do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, what will bring, what will be great headlines would be all of these like AI generated models. Yeah. And so I just find it crazy that. It, modeling is just one instance in which AI will just take people's jobs. Yeah, and and if you got the the uh, root of the word right, the the meaning of what a model is and what a model is supposed to represent in in our society, it all stems back down to a model of being. Like it's a model of person. It's a model of like representation. So right. like people should aspire to be that model. Mm -hmm. So it's like a woman model is always going to reflect the current times of that fashion industry, if that makes sense, or right. in um, which that fashion industry is taking place within. Of like the beauty standards beauty, too. Exactly. And, yeah. So it's just super ironic how AI has now taken that role and that uh, responsibility of setting what it is to be human. Right. So it's like playing this weird game. And obviously it's not the AI making that decision. It's a human putting in the prompt and then generating the outcome. But when AI becomes sentient and even before so, it's just super ironic to me that the AI is the one that's doing that. Yeah. It's like setting the standards it's like the golden standard is this because a computer generated it and we humans flesh and blood have to aspire towards that and imagine how how much less work that would take to yes. just have everything ai generated like you don't have to pose models and pay for do, them yeah pay for them and pay for photographers and pay for you know all these yeah. different things that they have to pay for um and and have to get it right and stuff and then now it's just a click of the button and you already kind of have it which which i think is only going to lead to um more and more humans kind of losing their jobs because um i feel like that's what's happening now secretly because no company wants to admit it but disney for example confirmed that it's uh that it has plans and it is currently laying off seven thousand workers and employees and I feel like they don't want to tell us what it is, but I feel like they're just realizing that, oh, chat, GPT, uh, whatever, AI is capable of substituting this entire department, that department, this department. Mm. And so AI is just slowly but surely taking over everybody's jobs and then it'll take over the creative output the uh direction for humanity it'll start asserting itself as like the one that knows better than us and that and that knows what we should be what we should do how we should be and i think it's a slippery slope and and it all starts with this little incident of like a fashion thing it's just testing the waters like 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 let's see look we know that people are gonna give us backlash but let's just see how strong of a backlash it is if there's any you know, possibility for them to calm down eventually. Like they'll get used to it maybe, you know, but I feel like they always do these things on purpose. It's never, it's never like a company that just, look, it's testing the waters. That's the right. whole thing with like Budweiser. If people were silent, Bud Light, Bud Light. <laughs> if people were silent and didn't say anything and they just went with it and didn't protest, then Bud Light is like, oh, okay. So, you know, like next quarter we'll do two transgender people on the can. Yeah. And then it's three and then it's a whole family of trans. But yeah, like they, they do it on purpose is my point. And, and I think a little part of it too might be that being controversial is good for publicity. Of course. Like that's what creates a headline, just like you said, like people are angry with Levi's AI generated models, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like that's what makes headlines. Like that's what gets people talking. So you have to kind of 
uh, insult somebody yeah. in order to get them talking about you, you know? Yeah. Um, super crazy, super crazy, but interesting. I mean, I would be angry too if I were, you know, if I were like, let's say, um, a black model and then there's like this AI generated black model and then I'm like, oh, well. There goes my whole yeah. career and aspirations. But it might also be good though because I feel I feel like there's going to be this transitional period that's inevitable no matter how many people dislike the idea. I think that it's inevitable that we're kind of like gearing towards this future where um, the bulk of, 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 of like the, the jobs that we deem to be only human um today is gonna all like it's gonna go away and then robots are gonna take over artificial intelligence and so my point is if a black woman had this like artistic aspiration to be a model to build a career off of modeling and then they come to the realization to the harsh realization which sometimes that's what we need to like wake up and like change gears and just like change directions but then they'll be like all right so i can't be a model so I'm going to like channel my creative energies elsewhere mm -hmm. and then that'll maybe create like new segment like segments of the economy and just new sectors and just new industries altogether where like that like that'll be interesting to see. It's like the things that we see now, it's like there are influencers, there are podcasters, there are uh, traditional media people, there are models. It's like all these things are going to change. Yeah. And, it's, and to me, it's exciting to see, like, where that goes. I feel like, well, I I feel like with this specifically, it's just interesting because it, it said that it can uh, it can generate different body shapes. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I like I can see I really could see why people would be angry because like take into account the girls who like starve themselves, for example, to right. attain or sustain their like very skinny model physique. Right. And then meanwhile, now it's like, oh, but but we don't need you anymore so much for your like uh, anorexia. And now we're just going to do this like AI thing. Right. People who take on entire diseases like body dysmorphia. Right. And they and, and like that usually comes with the industry that they choose to get into. Like people could have been normal and had just like a normal perception of self before going into the modeling industry. But then you get into that industry and it's inevitable that you're going to be like, oh, shit, like I'm I'm too fat for this. I'm too whatever, you know. But but it's like but they're willing to do that, oh, you know, sure. and then it's crazy that like imagine what a slap in the face that must be that it's like oh well we could just generate like the perfect model precise and, measurements yeah like we don't need you anymore like yeah. we can do a 22 inch waist uh perfect you like 22.24.20 like, whatever like the fuck the precise. decimal down to the decimal <laughs> yeah ultra precise that's surgical but what you said is true it's like you know maybe maybe like what if we come up with like subcategories of jobs and stuff that we never thought of because this would kind of force us to think outside of the box a little. Right. And that makes me think of the idea of like universal basic income, which I don't know too much about to really speak on. I haven't really done my economic uh, research to like see what the implications of that would look like. But I feel like that's what it's it's heading towards. Like that's what the future holds is a future where all of us are guaranteed a certain amount of money. That's enough to cover our basics. But then we have to really explore and fight for growth within society and to like uh, scale up the the proverbial hierarchical uh, ladder, you know, like mm -hmm. the capitalist ladder. But I feel like it's going to get to that point where like we all get a thousand bucks a month hey <laughs> fixed which considering the in the rise in uh cost of living the incessant rise in cost oh, of living yeah. like that's gonna have to like adjust year in year out but maybe it makes sense maybe universal basic income and then and then people don't have this like famine mentality anymore people can actually be like oh okay so i have enough for these basics but if i want to eat shrimp and steak and and kind of like go out every now and then i have to you know earn a little bit more and then that's when they start being more creative and mm. more you know uh and i was gonna say about what you were just saying the 
also taking not just the high cost of living, but the supposed decrease of the U.S. dollar value. Mm. Um, because India, you know, has has officially decided that they will no longer trade with U.S. dollar. Right. Um, entirely, like it's completely off off the table for them and they want to trade in rupees or whatever they're called which is the indian currency in order to increase its value and china recently came out with a claim recently said that they want to move the world towards the new world order and that they want to establish themselves as the center okay and so look if if there's one country out there that can compete with the u.s it's china that yeah china that, is ultra powerful like i don't think americans really comprehend just how powerful china is yeah and but you know what's interesting people were having conversations about this they were like they can't decide who's reliant on who more because you know obviously we source a lot of products and stuff from china and i don't know what else because i don't know much about anything but but then on the other hand, like that's where they're getting all their money. Right. But then you also have to factor in this um, this like uh, this this broader worldwide conspiracy to undermine the U.S. economy or or the U.S. government. Because like India, China, Russia, they're like they're all friends, quote mm -hmm. unquote. And they'll do anything it takes to just destabilize the U.S. completely and then open that power void where one of them steps in and then guarantees the vested interest and the best interest of those that help them get to that point. So, and there goes the whole cycle, right? The U.S. is interesting because we pay a lot of taxes and we supply uh, our government with the, with the most powerful um military complex in the whole world you know mm. and that's what's keeping us kind of you know in that conversation still it's our military <laughs> capacity really i don't know anything <laughs> i really don't guys i i have one brain cell when it comes to these things brain cell and i took an american foreign affairs class in college and forget about it i can't tell you a single thing i learned yeah i, I can't I, I don't remember anything about college i cannot um, I have an interesting uh, story here. All right, it's going to be the last one then. Oh, it's the last one? Why? Do you have a I lot more? I had such cool ones. You could save it for tomorrow. Okay, fine. Or if you want to do it. Okay, we're limiting me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're taking away my freedom of speech here. Because of time. Um, there's a new weight loss jab. So researchers have developed a weight loss shot that can mimic the results of gastric bypass surgery without the side effects of its rival. So apparently a rival weight loss jab um, called Ozempic. Ozempic, yeah. Um, which causes side effects such as nausea. The drug GEP44 interacts with chemicals in the gut to regulate blood sugar, and satiate appetite, resulting in weight loss. Damn. When tested on rats, the shot reduced their hunger, resulting in them eating 80% less than usual and losing 12% of body weight. I'm going to tell you something. That's exactly what these celebrities have access to. Yeah. It's like these things are what they use in their like mysterious uh, chemical cocktails that all these actors you know like superman marvel superheroes like they take these concoctions like these cocktails of just stuff and just shoot it up yeah i mean to me it makes sense like if if you have to get fit for a role and you have like a month to do it let's say and then yeah. i don't believe the whole oh they have like the best trainers and the best nutrition they do, like, though they do but, but that, on top of but it they have the best drugs yeah that still wouldn't help them freaking pack no. on like 20 pounds of muscle no in way. like three months you know not not naturally exactly mm -mm. so so that's my point like they definitely have the assistance of of these other things but i found this interesting because um if this becomes i i don't even know what ozempic is is that accessible to the public yeah um ozempic 
is currently having a shortage right now. Like they are in very low supply. And if you go on their website and stuff, like you'll see that they have like a message display there. The only reason I know this is because it became famous and known recently, I think, because I uh, one of the Kardashians maybe mentioned it during their stupid reality show or something like that, or maybe on Instagram or someone like one major celebrity leaked the fact that they had access to this miracle drug that helps them shed all this fat and, and they don't have to like work out or do anything. Mm. And then apparently they kind of outed the fact that all of these major Hollywood celebrities also have access to it. And then everybody just like a flock of sheep just went running to like buy it essentially. And now there's a shortage, a worldwide, well, not worldwide, but a national shortage for sure. Well, this one is is coming in. I don't know what the name of this one is. I'm I guess excited it's, for the I launch. Think I, I guess it's, uh, no, that's the it's, name of the drug. But anyways, this one's coming in and with less side effects. So, and and apparently you don't get like the Ozempic face. Um, I don't know what exactly that is, but I guess it's also a side effect. Like something happens to your face mm -hmm. when you take this thing. No biggie. Like just more wrinkles. Oh, right here. More wrinkles in their face, especially in their cheeks and sides of their face. Oh, said someone from New Jersey. So, uh, New Jersey. of course. A uh, waste management business. <laughs> it had to be someone from New Jersey. Like New Jersey is like the perfect example of testing of, grounds for nuclear warheads no but i was gonna say like of these like high maintenance uh girls but they always live in jersey i was <laughs> i was gonna say that jersey is a good testing ground because of like the whole jersey shore culture right and no shade to like jersey girls because i've lived in jersey for a long time but um there is such a thing as like jersey trash yeah and jersey people are usually trashy yeah um and so it just makes sense that they would do anything for appearance and for aesthetics you know like i don't put anything past jersey people especially yeah. when it comes to like aesthetics and like uh perception and how they're perceived and that's why i don't relate with jersey anymore and i want to kind of move out and and that's what i mean that's what i mean about like the high maintenance it's like it's all about like appearances you yeah, know yeah. and looking a certain way and stuff and i can't relate yeah and then that and and then like it's like the type of girls that'll spend their paycheck on bags sephora on on like a louis vuitton bag right <laughs> i don't own any bags guys i really don't care like i'll i'm good with like a five dollar purse like yeah. i don't i don't i just don't understand the hype i don't think i ever will i really don't because it's not like i can't get one you know yeah, what yeah. i mean i just don't care to the only time that i really cared about brands and stuff was during high school and I, I went to high school in brazil for those of you who don't know but that's a long story i'm not going to get into that again but i've talked about it in like past episodes but uh, the only point in my life where i actually cared about brands was when i was in high school and that's because in brazil which is quote unquote a third world country a, a developing country things are expensive and so like these brands there would be like 5x the amount of the original price here in the u.s and so if you're buying burberry in brazil Mm -hmm. It's like crazy if you're buying like a, a Burberry dress shirt or a Burberry scarf or anything like that. It's like it's like super priced. But if you have those things, yeah, then you were fucked. Like you were a hot shot. It's like, damn, dude, like you're a fucking boss, bro. Like you you take that picture on your Instagram. People just like you, you don't have to say anything. Like people just oh know. Oh my god. I like just... you have that that unspoken riz <laughs> that just like that just aura of just wealth and just fucking fucking big dick energy, you know? Oh my god. And so like that was literally what it was. And that was the only time where I actually cared about like brand named stuff. And so that's why I, I truly believe that that's why you you like you have to have a surface level mentality for you to care about that past high school yeah like you have to care about not just oh like i like this 500 dollars shirt because it fits me nice bullshit because you like the, the feeling of being able to flex and yeah. and other people knowing that you spent that 500 dollars on that shirt i but it's crazy because i really don't care yeah. you, you know like i don't think i've ever had that phase where i wanted 
you know, where I wanted like red bottoms, uh, like all the girls for prom wanted to get red bottoms because such a flex to like under right. your shoe, it's red. Like who the fuck cares? Like just paint it red and you have a red bottom. Like yeah. I, I've always just been that type of girl, I guess. I'm going to teach my kids because, because I feel like this, I feel like it should be the opposite, right? Like, like people, people who spend a thousand dollars on a pair of shoes should be shamed yeah and like ridiculed it's like you dumb fuck like you spend a thousand dollars on that you're stupid versus being like oh damn he got it like that because we only see what we like what we see in the moment you know i'm gonna teach my kids that like you see someone who does that you know that they're stupid yeah and that you would rather have like a normal priced shoe that's just functional but you're starting your own little business that's generating a thousand dollars every week yeah or generating a thousand dollars like teach them how to like create long-term wealth versus like trying to prove to the world that you have money and the irony is that these people work their ass off day in and day night so that 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 they could just waste it yeah and just drop it on these things these items to to impress people that they don't like I think it's stupid when you're like tight, when you're already tight They're and, all and tight. you're like budgeting it into, you know, like you're you're aspiring to get that with your next paycheck. You know what I mean? And they don't budget it in like a lot of people don't have money for gas in the car that they lease that they can't afford so that they can afford to go clubbing and to buy a certain shirt. Right. They but, don't budget shit. But my point is like it's like to me i find it different when i see like obviously a super wealthy person like a celebrity wearing you know a, a hoodie wearing like fashion but i'm saying like oh, wearing like designer okay, yeah. name things because i'm like oh yeah like that's you know of course yeah that's not breaking their bank at all you know that's whatever whatever the case is like to, for me like that's their the equivalent of red bottoms for them is like the equivalent of you know buying i don't know (laughs) that's how much that's how much i know about fashion like typical fashion at all but but yeah to your point though like when i see a celebrity like that all i can think of i swear to god my immediate thought is like oh yeah because that celebrity probably grosses 10 million plus a year yeah and therefore like that price is nothing so so their whole outfit could be ten thousand dollars and relative to what they make that's nothing right but but relative to what i make and to what the the like 90 percent of the population makes 99 percent because they're the one percent for a reason 99 percent of the population makes that's crazy yeah it's crazy it's splurging it's reckless but the irony is that we go broke trying to replicate these people who mm. are actually in the conditions to afford these things without you know without like calculating it in is my point yeah you know like they just their whole closet is is that and and they get that stuff for free which is right. the biggest plot twist of all it's the biggest fuck you to, to everybody else is that they get that shit for free because these brands want you to have like that mentality it's that exact thing that they're going for because like these brands don't need a market to already wealthy people who already shop there yeah like there's a reason why you never see a commercial for lamborghini Mm. but you see a lot of rappers flaunting and talking about it and flexing and all these things because they want to create that mindset where it's like you're going to spend your whole life working your ass off saving up money so that one day you can buy this car that's probably going to break like like break down on you eventually and that you can't afford but you're going to spend like you're going to just spend live live your entire existence think about it that way your entire existence just to acquire this one thing yeah like that to me is beyond beyond scary it's like i'm glad that i've never had that mindset of just like living my whole life dedicating so that i can acquire this one thing it could be a house it could be something super wholesome it's like i've worked 30 years to afford me and my family a home like that actually makes more sense but even that it's like i can't see that like i would rather be broke but trying like constantly like trying to like build something of substance and like actually live my life in purpose versus just living it towards a goal yeah that's materialistic it's like it's so stupid i get what you mean but but yeah that was like my point too it's like like 
you think that you look like the celebrities when you're flaunting the same items and stuff but but to me you like those people just look stupid like no to if you if you can't afford it and you're like truly if you can't buy it five times and it not be a problem then you probably shouldn't buy it yeah you know kanye said that right like if you can't buy it three times or something yeah if you can't buy it twice then you can't afford it yeah which is actually a staple economic rule it's if you can't buy it twice then you can't afford it Mm. which is usually how it should go well let's say five times five times is excessive like five times well yeah but five times you'll really be chilling if you buy it you know but it's not realistic well then you won't how, ever buy anything that's how i see it though it's like you'll really be chill like think about those bags those like uh i don't know michael kors and whatever they go for like two thousand i guess like i don't know it must be a couple thousand right mm. that is like the cost of someone's whole month of living yeah is is a few thousand that's what i don't that's that's what i don't get like mm. how how like a, someone making a you know very low salary could just be saving up just just for that? I don't know. It's and crazy. I'm gonna teach my kids that it's stupid because that person could be spending three thousand, five thousand dollars towards investing in themselves and investing in their own personal <laughs> our, business. Our kids are gonna be okay. Well, let our kids be kids first. No, uh, I'm like. <laughs> making a point our kids are gonna be wearing like suit and ties guys standing up with their shoulders back and they're gonna be the best lobsters in the ocean i'm saying like you're not getting what i'm saying i'm joking it's a joke i'm saying that i'm gonna teach them to not worship these things it's a joke because you keep saying kids and i'm literally picturing like a child kids yeah (laughs) it's like teenagers high schoolers i know that's why i made the joke like i'm picturing i give birth and then the child is like coming out with like a suit and tie and a briefcase and he's ready to go (laughs) Uh, very funny um i have one last thing then all right go speaking of like uh very expensive things americans can expect to spend over six hundred dollars to attend a wedding i saw something like that in 2023 so a bank rate survey found that the average american wedding guest guest plans to spend $611 per wedding in 2023 with 287 spent on travel and accommodations, 180 on gifts and 144 on attire and grooming. 180 on gifts only? Uh roughly 6 in 10 attendees have at least one financial concern with almost 1 in 5 taking on credit card debt. What millennials and Gen Zers who are more likely to attend and spend at wed at weddings feel these concerns at higher rates. Wow. Um. Yeah, I just found that so funny. Like, thank God I don't have any friends, and I don't have to go to any weddings. Oh, weddings are so annoying. Thank God, because think like really think about that stress. Like, you have to buy a gift, you have to have the right outfit, and you have to like make yourself look presentable. Yeah. And then you have to like go there if it's like a travel destination wedding. You have to figure it out. If it's not figured out for you, which more times than not, it's not figured out for you. God, I just got exhausted just (laughs) this conversation. That's $600 for one person. So if you're going as a couple, like there goes a thousand on a wedding that's not even your own, by the way. Um, if you're going with kids, like there goes a few thousand, you know, um, on a wedding that's not your own again. Um, and I just don't like, I don't know why people don't just, you know, have like little small quaint, uh, you know, gatherings and gatherings. Yeah. Like, do you really have 300 friends or do you, or do you want to have money from 300 friends, money and gifts? No, no, no. It, (laughs) it goes back to what we were talking about, about the whole idea of like image being more important than anything else. It's not getting money from anyone. Like these people don't don't plan these weddings thinking about what they're gonna get. They plan it to flex. But but they do. But it's but a fl- no. They they, they want do. home furniture and appliances for their new home because that's exactly. usually the chapter that's you know starting to be written when it comes to marriages. But and that but, 
still it's like it like you can get the most then technically if you're going from that mindset then just like invite people to go to fucking outback steakhouse and just <laughs> call it that and then just get up like twenty thousand dollars worth in appliances which isn't anything in today's economy so like two like a hundred thousand dollars in appliances i'm gonna tell you what happens look couples will send their inv invitations right it'll have like the address of where it's going to be and stuff based on this these like little bits of information someone will go google the place they'll they'll see what the place looks like and then they're like oh yeah like this is a nice place you know yeah, this yeah. isn't like a, a gathering in their backyard or something you know right so they're already taking into account how much the wedding cost them like this is how people think and i know it is because i've like i've seen like my cousin planning for her wedding and stuff and whatever else you know mm -hmm. and i've and i've watched so many wedding shows like on tlc and stuff but people will start calculating how much your wedding costs you yeah. and that's how they'll dictate how much the gift that they get you will be of course that's usually how it goes and and then and, and everything else too like what they'll wear so like they have to know if it's going to be like some fancy fancy schmancy then they're going to wear something like embezzled you know sequins and whatever else they're going to wear um, if it's like a backyard wedding then they're going to wear like some casual like flowy dress or Flip whatever flops and shit. yeah like you know it's so these are all like little things that they take into account and not to mention that nowadays like because of the power of the internet you can create like a registry and people can just like check off items off your list and you can just have this whole list of like just like you said appliances like oh a new coffee maker that's a a couple hundred bucks or whatever it is a thousand bucks yeah a, a thousand like yeah, a thousand, a, yeah and they'll put it because they're like oh maybe someone will get it mm, we'll, we'll, we'll like test it out yeah we'll add this like stuff that that we want and we'll put like some simple stuff like cutlery and and whatever so so they always make sure to balance it out you know it's yeah. not always like all high ticket item uh things on their on their gift registry but and and it's the same with like baby showers like they have registries where it's like if if they already bought a crib then then they'll say like oh no cribs guys but then they have this whole other list of stuff that you can get them like oh we can use like this type of stroller that's pretty expensive but yeah it's like more you know and it's just crazy um how much money you dish out when you have friends so keep your circle small and <laughs> you'll be yeah. and you'll be saving yourself a pretty penny yeah i want us to get married when we are in a position hopefully thankfully thanks thanks to this podcast and thanks to its growth eventually one day um where we can afford to fly out a certain number of people to our wedding that's going to be like a disclosed location it's going to be super small but it's going to be like super nice yeah but it's gonna be super small like i'm not gonna invite second cousins of no. cousins of i was already gonna uncle. tell you like that it's there's gonna be like a severe kind of like vetting process from my end at least <laughs> where we're gonna invite only the people that we actually fuck with in terms of family yeah, like, my i don't want any any cousins anything like like any distant relatives any even second like nothing it's like from my end as far as I'm, as I'm concerned right now gonna excuse me it's gonna be my dad which which i'll i'll like offer to fly him out from brazil to wherever we go my dad my mom my sister and shadow and, that, <laughs> and that's it and my mom has seven no sorry yeah seven seven siblings so i have like six uh Six. six aunts and one uncle yeah and that's it dude like and all those aunts have multiple kids and multiple fucking whatever the fuck and i don't give a fuck dude yeah and then with all due respect from your family it's gonna be your parents hey, and your uh, brother so far whoa and from other my people, family it's gonna other... be all of my grandparents <laughs> okay dude, yeah because 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then she explodes okay guys no from my family it's gonna be like the it's gonna be like the family tree family it's gonna be grandparents and their kids 
because I only have, well, yeah, like I, uh, my parents each only have one sibling, mm-hmm. so it's pretty small, and that's it. And their kids, and that's, that's it. it. Forget about it. That's all I picked. It's like who I see when it comes to like family occasions, as is. Like that's who yeah. I imagine. Like it's not gonna be all these extra people I haven't spoken to in years. I haven't seen since their wedding that they invited my parents to because they wanted to get extra gifts, whatever. Yeah, fuck that shit. Or dude. they wanted to, you know, look. Obviously, not leave people out. So why would they not invite my parents? Like you know, stuff like that. Look, I like keeping it real. No pity. When it comes to like family, especially when it comes to like the whole family politics. I like because I can't act, so yeah. I can't pretend. I can't be fake, and that's why I I'd rather like avoid family functions and stuff because I just grew up with that um, understanding that like it like it's hard to explain, but it's a long story. But I'm not really like a family guy, <laughs> and that's because of how I was raised. And I feel like there's a lot of benefit to that versus just viewing it as like oh like po- like poor little Callie, whatever. Like he didn't. Like, there's a lot of benefits to just being independent in that sense and just, like, really only fucking with the people who you fuck with, and that's it. Yeah. No politicians, no politicking. No pity parties, yeah. literally. Like, no pity parties and we no pity, with you and no you pity invites. If you genuinely love us, yeah, then you're going to be invited. Like, have I seen you in the last two months? If yeah. not, then sorry. Even if I have, it's really going to go off a feeling. It's like, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. If not, yeah. I don't. And Shadow's having a bad dream right now. He's crying. I don't know if you guys can hear him oh, in the background. Me. He just opened his eye. <laughs> the cutest little guy and ever, And he man. farted, so he was definitely yeah. having a bad dream. And that's our sign to log off. Yeah. Gabriella has to pee. Yeah, and this skunk smell is crazy. It's crazy. I gotta go, I gotta go. All right, guys, so um, as always, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, we will be back with you guys tomorrow. With that being said, uh, wait, that was so weird. We'll be back together with you guys tomorrow. With that being said, uh, back with you guys tomorrow. As always, don't forget that it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace Peace to to the the world. world.